0: Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Tonight, Israeli warplanes pound Gaza as the deadly conflict enters a second week with little hope for an immediate ceasefire. Buildings in Gaza reduced to rubble rescuers pulling survivors out of debris. The death toll tonight, 10 Israelis, more than 200 Palestinians, including dozens of children. And Hamas shoots more than 3,000 rockets as Israel vows to not let up. Plus, breaking news, President Biden calls for a ceasefire and a phone call with the Israeli prime minister mask mess, the confusion tonight as some cities and states choose to keep their mask mandates and businesses are stuck in the middle. Abortion showdown, the Supreme Court agrees to hear the most direct challenge to Roe versus Wade in a generation. Plea deal, a friend of Republican Congressman Matt Gates pleads guilty to federal charges that include sex trafficking of a minor. Is the clock now ticking for Gaetz? Wildfire danger. Flames and smoke sweep through an L.A. neighborhood. A thousand people evacuated. Was arson to blame? The employment mystery. At a time when millions are unemployed, why are so many jobs going unfilled? And why so many women say they can't go back to work? Severe storms, the latest on flash flooding in the Deep South tiger found. Remember that missing tiger in a Houston neighborhood? Well, guess where he is now? And an emotional tribute to Kobe Bryant from his widow. You're an all-time great.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with the deadliest 24 hours in the conflict between Israel and Hamas militants and the growing calls for the U.S. to intervene in what many fear is rapidly becoming a humanitarian crisis. As we come on the air, Israeli warplanes continue to pound Gaza, destroying the network of underground tunnels used by Hamas, reducing entire buildings to rubble and killing more than 200. Now, Hamas is not letting up its assault either, bombarding Israeli cities with rockets as sirens sound and residents run for cover. With the death toll on both sides mounting and many Palestinians in Gaza now without clean water or fuel, the White House says it is engaging in, quote, quiet, intensive diplomacy. But tonight, members of the president's own party say those efforts need to be much louder and are calling for the U.S. to help broker a peace. Mr. Biden has just spoken to the Israeli prime minister. And CBS's Ed O'Keefe will have more on that new information from the White House in just a moment. But first, CBS's Imtiaz Tayyab is going to lead off our coverage on the ground in Tel Aviv. Good evening, Imtiaz.
3: Nora, good evening. We're entering week two of this crisis and people inside Gaza have been telling us that Israel's bombings are unlike anything they've ever seen before and neither side are showing any sign of letting up from their attacks. Israel says it's being surgical in its strikes, but driving through the Palestinian territory and it looks anything but. Major infrastructure and in homes reduced to rubble in an instant. As the increasingly bloody conflict with Hamas moves into its second week, the death toll keeps rising. At least 200 Palestinians have been killed, including more than 60 children. In the southern Israeli town of Ashdod, this house took a direct hit from a Hamas rocket. This man says, it can't continue like this. We want to attack Gaza so that they are left without weapons to launch at us. Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system has intercepted the vast majority of the over 3,000 rockets fired by Hamas, but not all. Since fighting began, 10 Israelis, including two children, have been killed. The spark that lit the inferno, that is this latest war in Gaza, was here. It bitterly contested East Jerusalem, where the looming evictions of Palestinian families continues to provoke fury. Fury which erupted again over the weekend during what Palestinians call Nakba, or Catastrophe Day protests, marking the loss of Palestinian territory in 1948 for the creation of Israel. The looming evictions of eight Palestinian families by Jewish settlers has only inflamed tensions. Jad Hamnid faces expulsion from the house his family has lived in since the 1950s. This is not the first time
4: and not the second time. It's going to be the third time for us.
3: Tonight, Hamas is vowing to rain fire here on Tel Aviv unless Israel ends its bombing campaign in Gaza. Nora.
2: MTS Tayab, thank you. And President Biden just spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu tonight. That's their second phone call since Saturday. The president is expressing support for a ceasefire. It comes as fellow Democrats are urging him to do more to stop the violence. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports tonight from the White House.
5: The White House tonight is under increasing pressure to speak out more forcefully against the Israeli strikes, with the number of dead and wounded Palestinians far outpacing the number of Israeli victims. Thousands rallied in support of the Palestinians in multiple cities across the U.S. this weekend, and nearly 30 Democratic senators, including Connecticut's Chris Murphy, released a statement Sunday calling for an immediate ceasefire.
0: There isn't really a path to peace without the United States playing a role, and so I hope that the Biden team is going to be very
5: active over the next few days to try to wind down these hostilities. One-time Biden rival Bernie Sanders also said the U.S. should stop supporting Netanyahu, while New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez questions if U.S. aid has contributed to violence inflicted on Palestinians. When members of his own party uh, share the belief that he is giving too much credence to Israel in this situation, Are they wrong?
6: Our role as the White House, as the federal government, is to play a constructive role in diplomacy, to have intensive, quiet discussions with leaders in the region.
5: But that sort of approach with Netanyahu may not work, as he signaled no plans to change tactics against Hamas on Sunday.
3: We're not going to uh, just let them get away with it, neither would you.
5: Palestinian diplomat Man Rashid Arikat says President Biden has to do more. I think uh, the United States and the international community need to work more diligently to reign in Israel and tell them enough is enough. Earlier today, Secretary of State Antony Blinken told reporters he hadn't seen intelligence suggesting that Hamas was hiding inside a tower that was destroyed by Israel over the weekend. That tower also housed the Associated Press and other news outlets, sparking outrage. Well, late today, the State Department walked that back, saying that while the secretary hadn't personally seen the intelligence, others in the U.S. government have. Nora.
2: Ed O'Keefe, thank you. This weekend may have looked different for many of you. People without masks and teens getting vaccinated. President Biden announced that by tomorrow, 60 percent of Americans will have received at least one dose of the vaccine. But that new CDC guidance about masks is still causing confusion. CBS's Meg Oliver reports from outside Philadelphia.
7: Tonight, with more people getting vaccinated and the number of new COVID cases down sharply over the last month, at least 25 states are adopting the new CDC guidelines and dropping mask mandates for the fully vaccinated. Some right away and others, like Massachusetts, waiting a few more weeks. Two states, New Jersey and Hawaii, will still require masks indoors indefinitely. No masks are required in Pennsylvania except in Philadelphia.
2: Right now, the data, the science shows us that it is safe for vaccinated people to take off their masks. But the largest
7: nurses union disagrees and is calling for a reversal. And now there's not only confusion over what the rules are, but how to enforce them.
3: There's no way for retail food workers to determine when somebody walks into a retail operation, whether or not somebody has been vaccinated.
7: Why aren't you letting me in? This video filmed by former child actor Ricky Schroeder is one example. He tried to enter a California Costco with no mask. I'm getting my refund from Costco. California still has a mask mandate in place until June 15th, even though other Costco's have dropped the mask policy in states where it's not required.
5: I think everyone's going to lie just so they don't
7: have to put it on. Dr. Ashish Jha says he agrees with the CDC lifting the outdoor mandate, but it's too soon to lift the indoor one. Outdoor mask mandates make
3: zero sense at this point. So it's really about indoor settings and it's really about the next few
7: weeks. Target kept the mask mandate in place until they reviewed the updated CDC guidance. Now it's the latest big box store to announce they won't require masks for fully vaccinated customers or staff. As far as enforcement, they're relying on the honor
2: system. Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. Well, tonight, the debate over abortion rights is back in the national spotlight. The Supreme Court says it will take up the most direct challenge to Roe versus Wade in a generation this fall. CBS's Jan Crawford reports on what's at stake.
6: On one of the most contentious issues of our time, all sides agree the case could pave the way for the strictest restrictions on abortion since the court ruled in 1973 that women had a constitutional right to the procedure. At issue, a Mississippi law that would ban almost all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. It's similar to bans recently passed in other conservative-leaning states, all designed to get the newly conservative Supreme Court to confront Roe v. Wade head-on. Lower courts have struck down the bans as unconstitutional under existing Supreme Court decisions, which generally prohibit restrictions until after the second trimester, about six months, when the fetus can live outside the womb. I will appoint Judge that will be pro-life But with three justices appointed by President Trump, conservatives have what could be the most solid majority in modern history. Two of them, Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, replaced justices who had refused to overturn or greatly restrict Roe. As his standard, neither gave any signs during their confirmation hearings of how they would rule on abortion.
3: My position as a judge is that there's 45 years of precedent.
6: Barrett, the most openly anti-abortion rights of the justices, said she would set aside her personal views and follow the Constitution.
7: That I do see as distinct my personal, moral, religious views and my task of applying
6: the law as a judge. Most conservatives don't believe that the Constitution contains a right to an abortion. The question is whether Roe and the other decisions are so settled that the court will refuse to rethink all that to allow these sweeping restrictions. Nora.
2: A lot of people watching that, Jan Crawford. Thank you. Well, today, a key figure in the federal investigation of Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates pleaded guilty to several charges, including sex trafficking of a minor. So what does this mean for Congressman Gates? Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleave.
8: Tonight, no sign of Congressman Matt Gates outside his Washington, D.C. office, but his name hung over the federal courthouse in Orlando. As the man's sources tell CBS News, he once described as his wingman, Joel Greenberg, pleaded guilty to six federal charges, including sex trafficking and paying at least one underage girl to have sex with him and other men. Greenberg, who appeared in a dark blue prison jumpsuit and was once the elected tax collector in Seminole County, admitted to conducting more than 150 transactions, totaling more than $70,000 for sex. He did not specifically mention the congressman, but has agreed to cooperate with federal investigators looking into Gates's behavior. His attorney, Fritz Scheller.
4: Does my client have information that could uh, hurt uh, an elected official? This is just, you know, must see television. You'll just have to wait and see.
8: Multiple sources familiar with the matter tell CBS News one of the men Greenberg introduced the minor to was Gates, and federal investigators are now looking into whether the congressman had a sexual relationship with her when she was 17, something Gates has repeatedly denied. Here is Gates speaking at a GOP rally in Ohio this weekend.
4: I'm being falsely accused of exchanging money for naughty favors.
8: Sources say the woman also traveled to the Bahamas with Gates in 2018 or 2019 with at least three other paid escorts when she was 18.
6: Matt Gates is really facing a
7: formidable adversary in the government if Joel Greenberg is going to name him.
8: The congressman denies any wrongdoing. Greenberg's plea deal calls for him to do at least 12 years behind bars. The sentence will ultimately be up to the judge, with sentencing expected later this summer. Nora.
2: All right, Chris Van Cleve, thank you. And tonight, an intense and dangerous storm system is taking aim at a good part of Louisiana. In Lake Charles, the rainfall reached halfway up the sides of cars and higher. Yes, that is a car under all the water. Still, didn't stop one man from going out for a walk. And customers at a restaurant didn't seem phased by the high water. These storms are expected to last for another day. Well, tonight, firefighters are out in force in Southern California fighting an out-of-control wildfire that appears to have been set intentionally. Jonathan Vigliotti reports.
4: The next 24 hours are crucial as firefighters battle a stubborn wildfire that's burning dangerously close to the Pacific Palisades, one of L.A.'s most desirable
3: neighborhoods. This is about 75 years since we've had a fire there. Some of the brush is 20 to 30 feet high. More than 1,300 acres have burned since
4: Friday when a police helicopter pilot saw fires burning in more than one spot, raising suspicions of arson. About a 1,000 residents remain evacuated while other homeowners nervously watch and wait. Today, low cloud cover halted water drops for several hours. Fire officials say California's extreme drought is what's fueling unusual brush fires like this one so early in the year.
3: It was raining out here. And the fire is still burning. Our wind speed was below 10 miles per hour, but we still had active fire. And that fire
4: is so remote that crews have to hike up in order to reach it. And you can see the airdrop right now. The conditions here are so volatile that fire activity is up more than 600 percent compared to this time last year. Nora.
2: Jonathan Bigliotti, thank you. Well, tonight, help-wanted signs are up from coast to coast as America emerges from COVID shutdowns. But there are few takers as millions of jobs go unfilled. Well, we asked CBS's Jamie Ucas to find out why.
9: The customers are starting to come back to Dupar's diner. But owner Francis Tario says the people who serve them are not. Tario struggled to stay open during the early days of the pandemic, laying off 100 employees. Now that things are improving, she's trying to hire her workers back, but can't fill the jobs.
7: We're so understaffed that it's unbelievable.
9: It's
6: been a, a tough ride.
9: It's been difficult. Signs of the times are posted across the country. There are 8.1 million jobs available, a 20-year high.
8: We have very generous unemployment insurance right now. And what that means is that people have the ability to wait for the right job to come
3: along.
9: For more than a year, the federal government has offered an extra $300 a week on top of state unemployment. At least 19 states are ending that benefit. Still, many restaurant servers make just $2.13 an hour plus tips, not enough to cover childcare or transportation, not worth exposure to COVID. Men gain jobs, women did not right? Why would this
8: be different between men and women? And it's that, you know, women have this greater responsibility for child caring and for homeschooling. Uh, and so that inhibits them from being able to go out and get jobs.
9: I'm sure that the people that want to will come, but I'm not sure if it's time yet. To return to the pre-pandemic economy, 800,000 more need to be back at work every month. Jamie Ukas, CBS News, Los Angeles.
1: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: For those people that wanted an update on that tiger in Houston, we have it for you. The tiger's name, India. Well, it was spotted roaming through a Houston neighborhood last week. He was turned over to a Texas animal sanctuary on Sunday. The tiger had been missing for about a week. Turns out the wife... Of the man police identify as the owner is actually one who turned in the tiger. That man is being held on a murder charge after having his bond revoked. All right. In California, a small plane hit the side of a mountain east of Lake Arrowhead. And amazingly, the two people on board survived. Home security video shows the single engine Cessna falling from the sky on Saturday. The pilot reported losing power at an altitude of 8,500 feet. From the time he joined the NBA in 1996, there was no doubt that Kobe Bryant was headed for the Basketball Hall of Fame. Surviving family members made his induction ceremony special and poignant. As we know, Bryant was killed, along with daughter Gigi and seven others, in a helicopter crash 16 months ago. His widow, Vanessa, dressed in Laker purple, and spoke directly to her husband Saturday night.
6: You did it. You're in the Hall of Fame now. You're a true champ. You're not just an MVP. You're an all-time great. I'm so proud of you. I love you forever and always.
2: Well, there were tears Friday night when Vanessa Bryant presented her late husband's Hall of Fame jacket to their oldest daughter, Natalia. Well, success never tasted so sweet. How a love of candy is helping two high school friends pay for college. That is tomorrow. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning into the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.